welcome to another episode of Sage Cigarettes Presents, A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Elle. And I'm Allie. Allie's here, yay! And also yay! (laughs) We're in week two of 31 Days of Horror. So, we're going to rate the movies from... Let's just do worst to best. Sure. That's how we discuss it. My worst was Feral, then Teeth, then The Voyeurs. Little Armageddon, St. Maud, Crawl, and Sweeney Todd. We were a little different this time, but we did have the same worst, and that's Feral, and then Crawl, and then the Voyeurs, St. Maud, Teeth, Sweeney Todd, and Lamageddon. I love how high Teeth is for you because I didn't expect that. I expected you to hate it, but maybe I know why you didn't hate it. I'm sure I can guess. I think you know why. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go with Elle's list this time. So let's talk about Feral. Um, Feral, it's a, it gives the impression of a zombie movie, but it's, is it? Yeah, it's like zombie movies. Cliche, friends are camping in the woods, but <laughs> there seems to be a zombie on the loose. He was held captive in a cabin and then he escaped and starts eating people. Um that's the basic premise of this movie. It's awful. The one good thing that I was telling Elle, I said there was one quality about this movie that could be redeeming, but a man ruined it. I love that the main character is a lesbian. I love that she brought her girlfriend mm-hmm. on this camping trip because there was a man that she somewhat slept with. And he's trying, even though he has a very committed girlfriend, he's trying to convince people that she's not fucking gay. <laughs> Which historically works super well for people, right? (laughs) But also, why do you care, bro? You brought your whole girlfriend on this trip with you. Yep. And he's mean to her. It's just like, it's a shit show from start to finish. I didn't like any of it. It was like Cabin in the Woods, but bad. And Cabin in the Woods was a bad movie. I didn't like Cabin in the Woods. No. this was less compelling than that like the one thing I think that irritated me the most is like towards the end because it drew out way Mm -hmm. too long I was done with it like a half hour into the movie it was like I'm a doctor I can't hurt anyone bitch you're dying because you're a fucking doctor and you can't hurt anyone so like what is the fucking point what at what point do you say well uh more people are gonna die if I just like don't shoot this person in the face or whatever this and then is, of course go ahead sorry this is I'm sorry it's just that this is the opposite of a glowing butthole tentacle movie what which Alex <laughs> <laughs> I love glowing butthole tentacle movie for sea fever yeah. because yeah. that science she wasn't even a doctor had more respect for the fact that they could uh contaminate the whole earth and kill mm-hmm. everybody then this bitch did yeah and then of course it had to end on the lesbians being separated which is like how every show like every time there's like a gay couple in a in any kind of thing it's like you know that one of them is gonna die that's just how pop culture te- treats gay couples so it was just like i was already mad and then this is how they chose to end the movie and I, at the point at that point though I was just like good at least it's over because I'm never watching this again seriously put us out of our misery mm-hmm. and I was really hyped because I towards the end I'm like oh shit are the gays gonna make it out because we love it we really do yeah that would have been the only redeeming part of the movie that's it and they still fucked that up so the the most confusing part to me is that the man who owned the cabin ultimately it's only one zombie or infected human whatever you want to call it and it's his son and Mm. he's all like I'm not gonna let you hurt my son but but he lets the son just kill him it seemed like that was already a lost cause anyway because apparently there was like a whole family and they're all sure there was a mom I'm sure he ate her yeah (laughs) it's like so like what are you saving your son for he can't rejoin society you didn't have gear I just I don't know this this movie was like again this is what I was telling Steph before this is why I hate the last 20 years of horror movies it was completely the only reason that the plot worked at all is every step of the way somebody did something absolutely boneheaded stupid and that's the only way it works it's like there's no adults in the room 
And it's not scary because what's scary is when there's adults in the room and scary shit happens anyway. It's not scary when you make stupid decisions and win stupid prizes. That's not scary to me. That's the whole movie. I just am obsessed with your anger levels right now. <laughs> it's amazing and Just true. sitting in awe of Elle right now. <laughs> we are. We're all like heart eye emoji looking at her. <laughs> Wow. I just like I would like a movie that is not just fuck around and find out kind of shit. Fuck a boot, always... find out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the Canadian version. That's that's Wolf Cop, <laughs> which we're gonna have to watch just to erase the shit of this week. Yes, Wolf Cop would be a palate cleanser. Agreed. Literally, we should watch it when this is done. Except Ali, Ali has to watch Lamageddon. So that's yes. all the time we're going to spend on Feral. What's the next yeah. movie? Crawl. Okay, 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 okay. I don't agree with you, but there's a reason why. It's very, very specific. And it's also, mm-hmm. I have specific reasons for St. Maude also. But for Crawl, I live in Florida. This, <laughs> literally, the movie starts, okay, it's about this dumb girl. I mean, yeah, she, she ends up saving her dad's life, but she's stupid. And as a Floridian bitch, <laughs> I've lived here for like 12 years, okay? I had never been in a hurricane until I moved to Daytona, and that's on Beachside. So you, that's usually where the hurricanes hit the most. If you have a hurricane that's covering, like that, it's going to cross the state, it's going to break up when it moves across land Mm. it's not going to be category five which if you look at the freaking um bio of the movie it says it's a category five hurricane so Mm. literally the things i'm scared of the most hurricanes alligators and this movie has both and i literally have so much anxiety like my toes were curling while i was rewatching this because i forgot how fucking scary it is Every fresh body of, and I come from the Midwest where we have a big old beautiful Lake Michigan where I can swim out as deep as I fucking want to and nothing's going to eat me. It's not like that here. Every pond, every puddle probably has alligator babies in it. You can't trust the water here. If it doesn't have gators, which it does, it has amoebas. So, and it really hits home because the movie opens up with this girl. She's in college at University of Florida. Both of my parents work for University of Florida. They live out by Gainesville. (laughs) So I'm like, mommy. <laughs> this movie just practically takes place in your backyard. Basically, yeah. they should have cast me. It would have just been me screaming a lot in the movie. I wouldn't have fucking moved. I probably would have drowned. Like, I probably would have liked the movie though with somebody who wasn't totally boneheaded stupid. Again, this movie, this the reason I hate it is the exact reason I hated the other movie. It only exists. I'm sorry. Do not only apologize. Exists because they're stupid and they can't make adult decisions that's the only reason any of the plot exists I just feel like she it's hard for me to watch this movie this time only because I no longer see that actress as Effie from Skins I see her as wannabe freaking Ted Bundy's girlfriend from that movie that Netflix (laughs) movie um yeah sorry girlfriend (laughs) I just feel like she was not scared in the beginning mm-hmm. she wasn't scared until an alligator literally chomped on her freaking arm or and was trying yep. to eat her dad so the thing is that you can't drive during hurricane you you can't the roads and shit are shut down it's the most dangerous place you could possibly be on the road that's why the evacuation warnings start early and if you i don't know if you noticed but when she's driving into town the houses are already fucking flooded everything should have been blocked off she shouldn't have had a way to get in and yet she still went in and her stupid ass fucking dad what on mm-hmm. earth made no you adults decide? in the room no adults <laughs> what dad's made dumb you she's dumb <laughs> you should go down to the crawl space under <laughs> florida homes do not have basements because we're slowly sinking into the ocean there's lots of swampland <laughs> out here why would you go in the crawl space before a hurricane leave the shit fuck the shit yeah i mean he said he was going to close up some vents like really you think that's really gonna help do you think it's gonna it's gonna (laughs) stop the water from getting in because i mean the levee broke and it was like to the second floor yeah it's like 
They're saying that this is a serious storm. Why would you even bother? How dumb are you? They usually don't go anywhere near that high. That is ultimate danger. It's ultimate danger. I don't know a lot about a lot of things, okay? But I know a lot about the fear of a hurricane because I've been through many. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy pants. I'm still scared. Yeah, I'm not worried. It's just fires. And if if there's a fire in the area, I just get the fuck out. I don't even care. Like, I pack my shit up. I go. I don't, I don't mess around with that kind of stuff. So I couldn't imagine messing around with a hurricane. That sounds stupid as hell. Yes. My brother-in-law is in the army and he showed, uh, he showed me how to pack a hurricane bag. And ever since he did that, I have it packed and ready to go. You grab that shit and go. So I usually don't evacuate because the roads are packed. Mm -hmm. And you don't, there's no gas. A lot of times people buy up the gas. Floridians are really good for freaking the fuck out. Like when they heard about that, uh, the gas line thing, everybody mm-hmm. went out and bought all the gas. And then in plastic enough, bags too. Yes, like that was the new story. It's ghetto. This <laughs> state is ghetto. Okay. It's the armpit of America. And I don't care what anybody says. I live here and I can say it. I don't care. <laughs> but that's what we have to deal with literally every time a hurricane's coming everybody buys up all the bread the milk um you know all the shelf stable shit they buy it all they don't know how to share literally i saw someone take a pack of water out of an old lady's cart once Aww. yeah yeah that's so it's fucked. like it's bad it's like real life scary so anyways there's just alligators everywhere and <laughs> they have to get out and out and i think the worst scene i can't remember if it's alligators or crocodiles who when they bite onto you they roll mm-hmm. it snapped her dad's arm clean off i also want to know like they're like no we can't get up on the roof we've got to go get the boat and then they get washed right back into the damn house it's like that doesn't even make any sense because like you knew that he's like the levees are gonna break we gotta get in a boat Mm-hmm. okay well you, it would be better to get on the boat from high ground at least you know like it just it made it, no sense they, again they were all dumb there's no redeeming qualities there there's no uh challenge here it's just like they stupided themselves into like surviving to some extent and that was the dog the dog made it though right I thought the dog made it so that made me happy that was the only redeeming quality me too because if the dog would have got eight i literally would have set the movie on fire like how dare <laughs> you traumatize me this way yep <laughs> okay so i'm still scared of girl <laughs> i understand i totally understand why i was just so mad there's not a smart person here i don't there's there's no reliable narrator everybody's stupid everybody is chronically terminally stupid and that's bad <laughs> it's a disease <laughs> our next one is the voyeurs I um I started watching I was excited for this movie because I saw a lot of people talking about it um I was under the impression my bad (laughs) that it was like (laughs) all dark thriller Mm -hmm. um it's mostly porn Mm -hmm. um yes yes Allie there's many many a titty in this movie so it's like a couple moves I'm back here I was out. I'm back in. <laughs> I got her with titties. So uh, a couple moves into this really nice apartment, big windows. All of the apartments have big open windows and you can see into the apartments across the, the way. And so um, the girl becomes real obsessed with watching the couple across the street and she sees the husband like cheat on the wife and all that stuff. And she inserts herself in a way that causes the wife to kill herself Mm -hmm. and um shit spirals out of control her boyfriend leaves her she thinks the appropriate thing to do is to go fuck the husband from across the way her boyfriend sees it he commits suicide and it gets real fucking crazy it's real fucked up um the best part of this movie is the end i didn't expect there to be so much banging um And I really, the movie was good. It was good. And I really mm-hmm. feel like if they would have taken some of that out, it would have been even better. Like you can yeah. insinuate a whole lot of things without being so graphic. Like, you know, they never showed the guy's dick. I'm just putting it out there. They don't show mm-hmm. dicks like they show all of a woman's body on TV. I don't know why mm-hmm. they feel like that's more acceptable, but they never showed his dick. So like they really could have kept most of it 
they needed the girl to be naked at the end the one they Mm -hmm. the main girl they needed that because they took a picture of her and used it in this big reveal of all the twists that's cool Uh, I just feel like my enjoyment of this movie was a little bit tainted yeah I definitely felt like I was not the target audience I was like you know a little a little too old and a little too not into porn (laughs) this just just isn't a porn podcast like this is a horror movie podcast and while I was it always feels very obvious to me when like the director just has some weird fetish that they cannot help putting Mm -hmm. in their media always and it's it's always so uncomfortable and and it's especially bad when the main actors are also producers so they like had a say in their weird fetishy sex scene that they're making millions of people watch (laughs) if that was the case for uh the across the way husband it would make a lot of sense because he was portrayed as this like fucking weird but like macho like I'm a sexy photographer and I can do anything and I can have anyone energy and he was really good looking don't get me wrong like you could grate cheese on his abs Mm-hmm. however and and she was pretty too they were all like really good looking except the guy um her boyfriend really reminded me a lot of Gabe um because he he looks like Gabe like <laughs> I thought the same thing I thought the exact same thing and I was like I wonder if this is why Steph wanted to watch this because she's like oh hey look it's Gabe in a movie no because I've seen him before he was in um he was in the Bumblebee movie I think it was I think that's the one and I was like wow he's adorable he was the only adult in the room and he didn't even start adulting until later he started way too late I agree that's the problem this movie is the same (laughs) as the other two movies everyone is stupid (laughs) she makes bad choice after bad choice yes she does I think there's something wrong with her I really do but (laughs) I want to say something in that guy's defense because he was my favorite character Mm -hmm. and the thing that I in I liked the most about this movie was his completely appropriate reaction I've never seen such an appropriate reaction when the wife committed suicide he instantly was so fucking horrified he looked at her and was like I gotta go I can't be with you. I'm done. I'm done yeah. with you. And he left. And they don't do that like in movies. It was a little too late, though. <laughs> sure. But I guarantee you, he didn't know the depth of her stalking because she would get up in the middle of the night to watch them. He sleep. Yeah. yeah. It, it seemed like she was like jerking off to the husband in the middle of the night. She too, was. Like, it's gross. Know? Yep. Yeah. So there was the scene, Ali, since you didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> the first really like, oh my God, scene they're watching the couple across the way and she starts like touching him and they have sex while she's like watching it's not okay this movie made me be like i'm gonna be a hermit forever (laughs) be a hermit i don't want to real people are not like this this (laughs) there was a story on the internet long ago which you know it could be true or it could be not but apparently there was this hotel owner who built this hotel to spy on his guests and would like run experiment experiments on them and stuff i Um, believe it and then he like he waited until the statute of limitations were over and like talked to an author and published a book or something i'll have to research if that actually happened (laughs) i heard it a really long time ago so grain of salt but no but i you know why i believe it because i still to the day in every hotel room i enter check to see if the mirror is two or one way (laughs) <laughs> and I always, when I get in my car, check to see if there's anybody in the back seat because I just believe these stories. Mm. So there's a twist at the end, and I'm gonna spoil it <laughs> because it's important. Mm-hmm. It turns out the entire time she was watching them, they were watching the other couple and they were Obviously. staging all this shit. Like they had a whole, they were staging all of this shit for his photography show so she showed up at his his um photo thing after fucking him and she thinks that she's like hot shit and she's like I just need to see him again and then he brings out his wife who's not dead and unveils all the pictures that they've taken of this couple fucked up but that's that's it well that's not it um she does get revenge she blinds them she's an uh, yeah. what is it, optometrist optometrist yeah she blinds them which is fucking great 
Mm-hmm. Wait, like in the doctor's office, like they all come in for appointments and she no. just no, she okay. takes them. No, no, she no. drugs them and takes them. Okay. So while the end was great, blah, 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 blah. that's a really good way to wrap things up, right? So the next movie <laughs> is gonna be Saint Maud. And I have been waiting to watch this movie since it came out. I've really been wanting to watch it. And I just haven't brought myself to because um the trailer scared me, if I'm being hundred percent honest movies where I'm not sure if it's about possession or not make me incredibly nervous and I have to like work my way around to it so hey I figured why not put it on the list this year we can talk about it and then I won't be so afraid so Maud is a hospice nurse and she has trouble dealing with um her dying patients she tries to exert her religious will on them and it does not go well for her or anybody so her first well no not her first patient you I don't think you ever really find out what happened to her previous patient they just show, show glimpses of it which I like because that keeps a layer of mystery like what exactly is wrong with Maud or as her actual name is Katie like what's wrong with her and I like her next patient Amanda the one with cancer who she doesn't have long left I like her she's a badass I love it she stays smoking till the day she dies she does whatever she wants with whoever she wants to and Maude does not like that she has both a gentleman caller and a lady caller And she tries to get the lady to back off. And you think that it works. But then Amanda hosts a birthday party. In front of everybody at her party, Amanda reveals that she knew that Maude tried to do this thing to her. And Maude does this weird shit when she's praying. It's almost like she's having an orgasm. And Amanda's a freak, so she played along with it but she didn't seriously believe in any of that. And so she started talking shit about God and Maude slapped the shit out of her, like made her nose bleed. They dragged her out of there. She lives in this depressing little studio apartment. It's weird. So then she has like a, she snaps again and her friend finds her on the street. That's how you find out her name's actually Katie. And she's, she's trying to disobey her god because god didn't do anything for her so she goes out on the town in the skimpy low-cut top she jerks a guy off in the back of the bar um she does weird things with the table next to her like tries to melt into their conversation it's weird and then she goes home with this chubby gross bearded guy (laughs) who bumped into her and is like you owe me a drink and she's like well how about I just fuck you instead. (laughs) (laughs) And when she gets back to her apartment, she's fucked up. Like she's puking everywhere. She doesn't drink. And she goes unconscious, right? And the there's two scenes that just blew my fucking mind. When she's talking at her altar and a voice talks back to her in a different language. I don't know if it's supposed to be a Nokian or what, but it's Welsh. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this ain't supernatural. Baby. <laughs> it ain't. So that's definitely not the language of the angels. It's Welsh. She probably conjured accidentally a Welsh demon. Um or an old god. You mean right. But I don't think that's what she was calling. I don't think she was calling anything. Um, in my personal opinion, what I like, what unsettled me about this movie is, is that it's one of those where um, it's a slow burn the whole way. And I'm waiting for, because I don't know what kind of movie this is. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just waiting the whole time. And, and you don't know if it's mental illness or possession. And I, mm-hmm. I don't, those movies really scare me because that's what The Exorcist is like when you read the book. And I've talked about this before because I'm like slowly preparing myself for the fucking day that we have to do the exorcist on this podcast. And that was one thing I really appreciated in the book was that Father Karras was all about mental health. Like let's exhaust every option before we decide that this girl is possessed. Maude doesn't think she's possessed. She thinks she's like the right hand of God. Yeah. I mean, the whole time it's like, is she delusional? Mm-hmm. Because this looks like schizophrenia in, in some ways. I mean, there's like, where's this line 
where we throw somebody in an asylum and Mm -hmm. like degrade their humanity at the same time like what's like separating her from the guy who is like blowing away covid with the winds of god up on a stage you know and and i think that that's an interesting and then there's the exorcism angle and then you have the whole what's a demon what is this a demon is this just some kind of spirit there you know if you look outside of the christian prism demonic spirits or what you think of as demons are just like anything that aren't human or weren't human and don't have human motivations so it's like it could be an old god it could be a tulpa it could be any of these things and and being welsh it makes me think that there's like some kind of like mythological and it's set in england somewhere isn't it or is it set in wales i don't know i don't know geography l (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't clear but it you know is england to the left yeah and it's it's england adjacent right yeah and like the welsh uh language and stuff it's like the it's the most like english like uh, not really english but like british old british or whatever it's like the hill folk they're hill folk that's that's what wales is um and i say that as somebody who uh my ancestors came from wales in in some part so (laughs) and then they came to the u.s and became u.s hill folk so that's just how how that rolls (laughs) yeah it just seemed to me like there was and it left a lot of it was very open-ended like there is a lot of reasons to like this movie but again we have somebody who is a completely unreliable narrator that does not make an adult choice at any point in time I say given her circumstances, though, I don't know that it's possible for her to make an adult decision because I'm sure in her mind, she was making adult decisions, which brings me to the next scene that fucked me (laughs) up. And this is apparently what I was waiting for the entire time. She wears a bed sheet because she doesn't have saint robes and sneaks back into this lady's house because she got fired, rightfully so. She slapped the bitch. So (laughs) she, she goes into the bedroom And then Amanda apologizes for being unkind. But then this bitch pops up like a fucking demon. And I literally shrieked. I was like, oh, (laughs) my God, that's it. This is what I've been waiting for. And Maude goes, devil. And stabs the shit out of her repeatedly. Walks Mm -hmm. away. She takes a jug of acetone to the beach, pours it over herself, and sets herself on fire. Mm -hmm. So at first it shows her like, glowing and having fire and for the last split second it shows her burning before the screen goes black Again, I what's a delusion the what's what's a delusion what's not and I think that the the blurring of the lines in this is interesting it's yes I like it, it, it was it was somewhat the same as the other movies in the ways that they irritated me but there was narrative reasons for it. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why this placed a lot higher than everything else. Because, I mean, there's there was saving elements to every single movie we watched this week. They, they just chose not to do that. Yes, <laughs> like potential saving elements. Mm-hmm. I really, I just, I like the movie. It'll probably be a while before I watch it again, but I'm definitely going to watch it again. It wasn't the worst for sure. Um, I only placed it where I did because of like spiteful reasons. So <laughs> because teeth placed higher for a spiteful reason. Is teeth the next movie? It is. All right. Let me tell, let me tell you guys a little story about the movie teeth. <laughs> teeth is about a girl with a condition known as vagina dentata. I mean, she has teeth in her vagina. <laughs> no, you're lying to me. No, this is not what the movie is. Yes, yes, yes. And the trick here is if you insert anything without her consent, them teeth will bite it off. Mm-hmm. Bite it right off. Dicks, forget about it. Fingies, forget about it. You just digest that while I tell you this next piece, okay? <laughs> I'm going to sit with that one for a bit. <laughs> I wish you guys could see her face. So the first time I watched Teeth, I watched it with my sisters. <laughs> it's hilarious. My sister, I think my mom was there. I can't remember. The second time I watched Teeth, there was this boy in my class. He liked me and he would go to the youth group with me and things like that. And he, I didn't really like him the same way. So he came over one day and I was like, let's watch this movie. And I made him sit through Teeth with me. Also, I'll go up on the couch. 
<laughs> the context of that with the way that the movie starts with the 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 youth groups and the purity culture and mm-hmm. stuff because that that's very that's very spicy and interesting so isn't it and and what's funny is that I know that it made an impression on him because I posted on my snapchat story shout out to Wilfredo um <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie and he replied T <laughs> wow you know it I placed it where it did uh because of all of the severed dicks yeah I knew made it me happy <laughs> I told you I told you I yep. knew why she placed it so high <laughs> I knew it rightfully yeah. so you don't put your thing where it doesn't belong where it's not welcome no means no the only worry I have is I feel like that asshole who said that like women's body have bodies have a way to shut rape down I feel like he watched this movie and felt like it was real life with some midwestern senator who said that okay yeah, that, like a full politician okay agree but mad republican men don't understand how periods even work men think that <laughs> you can turn it off or you can hold it in like pee take sex ed it's never too late holy shit yeah never too late so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm back on board with this movie if it's just <laughs> <laughs> well she she struggles with her sexuality because they show a scene that's really fucked up um when she's little this this trash character guy is her Mm -hmm. stepbrother and since he was little he's been a perv so they show the scene of them sitting in a waiting pool and all of a sudden he has a cut on his finger and you know where he got it from so a few things about that so to one to some extent like that you know that children are like that and that kid should have gotten extensive fucking therapy mm-hmm. and maybe he wouldn't have turned out to be such a goddamn trash bag human being he's the worst um, like the he worst is, he's a terrible Believe person it. um but that incident i think was like the the sparking in incident that like tore this whole family apart mm-hmm. and fucked her life up she should have been in therapy he yes. should have been in therapy yeah it was a trash bag thing but he was a child no you know? I totally understand it's just that that is the reason why she had so many issues with her sexuality mm-hmm. that's why she was in the purity thing and you know they show her like exploring her body and then being afraid and Mm -hmm. not really knowing how to deal with it and it's like normal teenage girl shit except she's got teeth in there yeah I don't think it's a bad metaphor but it's certainly a (laughs) heavy-handed one Mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad either like yeah but if you had them would you have to brush them I mean the rest of the vagina is self-cleaning right yeah I was about to say that sounds like a yeast infection waiting to happen (laughs) Are you masticating with them? Is there chewing going on or simply I, severing? It seems Does like she severing. like swallow? She, no, she oh. spits it back out. And there there were three dicks and a set of fingers. And it was, everyone deserved it. And the movie ended with some old guy being absolutely disgusting, making mm-hmm. faces at her. And you know, his dick got chopped off too. Maybe his tongue. I don't but know. There's but there's a scene where she literally opens her legs and it's... She, like the angle is like this and like the dick falls out yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love that my favorite scene in the whole movie though is when she's like convinced that her like rapist boyfriend isn't dead and so she goes back to look for him and you her his severed dick is sitting on a ledge and some crab is like fucking with it like i'm gonna eat this dick (laughs) But you know he's dead. He was in the middle of nowhere. His ass bled out as soon as he jumped back into She's the water. She's in denial, bro. It's yeah. dramatic. I, it's dramatic. I would have gone back, but I'd like to think I would never be in that situation anyway. The scene with the crab is like, I had I had read the movie description and I'm like, I'm just going to draw a flower with teeth because that would just be easy. You know, it would be an easy thing. I could start on it before I get any scenes from the movie. But then I had to draw the crab with the dick and so oh my god <laughs> a plus was, i couldn't find a uh a, a, like a still of it and i was you know sitting I in my bet. room so mm-hmm. i just like tried to draw a crab from i mean what did you google dick crab i i couldn't yeah it didn't exist no dick crabs unfortunately i'm but that is a thing i'm going to make sure gets on the internet at some point i'm gonna still i'm gonna get that still and make sure it gets distributed 
I think Dick Crab could be a mascot. Of I mean, okay. I mean, that's really all there is to teeth. It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's really not any deeper than that. Um, Dick Crab. Hashtag Dick Crab. Okay. What's the next movie? Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yay. Okay. Sweeney Todd is my number one for so many reasons. I love a good musical. I love a horror musical. I know all the songs. I can literally reenact this movie in my sleep. There is nothing more lovely to me than a man singing in tune while he cuts a throat. I mean, and the the blood everywhere. It's just marvelous. Remember earlier when I was talking about people putting their weird fetishes into film? This is my weird fetish into a film. (laughs) I like it. It felt very anti-capitalist to me from the beginning too, which was another layer that I loved and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And it was our to villain the is a corrupt judge versus <sighs> the working man, mm-hmm. and it's you know England, so class discussion, of course. I hate Judge Turpin. I hate him. That's his name, right? Not Turpin. Yep. Yes. Judge Turpin is a chode, and I think it's fitting that Alan Rickman played him because Snape is also a chode, and you can fight me on that. He was not a good character. I, okay? mm-hmm. I have no, I have no horse in that race, so I don't care. If you did, you would agree <laughs> with me. I promise. Oh, <laughs> I promise you. So Sweeney Todd is uh, the new name for a the demon barber of Fleet Street. His real name is Benjamin Barker, and he's wonderful. Um, however, Judge Turpin being the choke that he is wanted his wife and so he sent him away and took his wife his wife tried to commit suicide she was kind of poisoned so mm. that he could oh so then... she was roofied okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. okay medieval non-fda approved roofie sort of fucks with you long term rip um so yes that's what happened and so then she was no good to him anymore and she became a street lady but you don't find that out right away but he kept the daughter until she got old enough and now he wants to marry her because he's a dick so sweeney todd comes back and he's after the judge's throat and in the meantime the people that he's practicing killing they turn into meat pies just some fun little cannibalism with some show tunes thrown in. I mean, right? it's I mean, great. With the and price like, of meat, what it is. Then you get it. Another <laughs> anti-capitalist thing. The working class cannot afford the meat. Eat the you know? rich. Uh, those below serving those up above. Mm-hmm. Serving. Mm-hmm. Serving. Literally serving. Like the um, mm-hmm. the amount of puns alone in that one song, which I really need to find it's so good it's just i do resent them saying that poets are diseased (laughs) at that Mm -hmm. time though like to be be fair let's let's say like this is supposed to be what 18 late 1800s or like mid 1800s 1787 you know when we look at like restoration era england especially there's a lot of like lecherous poets um Mm -hmm. there's that libertine poetry movement and so this is post that so it is actually okay fair fair critique fair critique i will give you we've gotten better since then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, i'm sure i don't have to tell anybody how much of a genius steven sondheim is name mm-hmm. um but he's like the perfect mixture of lazy and genius <laughs> well, he uses not harder one yeah. of the main motifs in this movie is something called the ds irae which is a like ancient georgian chant that has come to represent death uh and so literally death follows the characters like you get introduced to the characters that are going to die and it's in their tune except he just Mm. flips the notes upside down and it's a different tune and that's a whole different character like he's lazy with it but it's genius that's really cool (laughs) motherfucker (laughs) yeah I mean there's so much good here like the atmosphere is great uh the way that everything is shot it's beautiful even though it's just dirty it's Mm -hmm. very pretty Mm -hmm. Um, the aesthetic is strong and as far Mm -hmm. as like stage show to movie adaptations this is this is like they didn't fuck it up they Mm -hmm. they didn't fuck it up Mm -hmm. also just like i love helena bonham carter yes (laughs) like with a fiery passion yes 
I also am a fan of Sasha Baron Cohen, and I feel like his character was so fun in this. <laughs> I love it. I totally so fucking good. forgot about him. He's so good. When I watched this movie for the first time, I was like, excuse me? Excuse <laughs> me, Borat? Yeah. Borat can say King Julian? Huh? Yeah. Hello? My main qualm about the film is that it's very revenge porny, but none of the men actually give a shit about any of the women except no. maybe Anthony and he's like just sort not of young really. and stupid mm-hmm. yeah he just like has a crush yes um, and that's the and, only reason if she was ugly he, just, he wouldn't have saved her right Seriously. so Sweeney knows his daughter is alive and at no point makes any effort to like connect with her or get her back he simply <laughs> wants to kill the judge yes but yeah. and he does sing about it He's like basically saying I should just forget and she's probably fine. Um, yeah. I, I'm too busy <laughs> doing this. I'm too busy with my thing right now. Yeah, I guess he sort of is like, well, I'm just death incarnate now and that's not good for child raising. Um, but he probably went a little, you know. Yeah, he was off of his rocker 100%. Like he was as soon as he came. But I mean, being transported to Australia and like being ripped from your family and then living like all those years away from your family. Mm-hmm. I can see Especially where Especially in that time. From. Yeah. The toilet situation and is enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who do you guys think is more evil, Mrs. Lovett or Judge Turpin? Honestly. Judge. <laughs> I know it's hard, but like Mrs. Lovett totally like there are multiple points where she like shushes the wife away because she doesn't want Sweeney to see her because she's trying to steal cat like bag Sweeney, which she's very successful at. They're a good couple. They are as much as he could be a good partner that he's in. Um, I just feel like he's like a puppet man. Like that's his only driving force is to kill this guy. And she it's it's honestly this is a lot of women's problem they think they can fix this man who clearly doesn't want to be fixed or at least she can control him to some extent and that's helpful how did that work out for her when she 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 threw her ass in the furnace that that crazy person yeah no okay well my favorite scene in the movie is literally when he yells benjamin barker and stabs that like he doesn't cut he with the yeah you can't see what I'm doing this is podcast I don't know I guess I have I do I want to say that for me the the judge thing is like instant because again I'm Mm -hmm. looking at the fucking upper class monsters I think being more insidious because at the same time Mrs. Lovett is living under this she's she's trying she's a terrible person trying Mm -hmm. to survive under uh conditions that they have imposed on her so the world's evil and it's from the top down so the people mm-hmm. on the bottom, they're bad as like they have to interact with this terrible, corrupt world that they're living in. So that's literally that's where... what they be singing about. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so th- I guess that's maybe it's just my uh, communist ways of thinking about things. Lamageddon. All right. <laughs> Buzz down, Lamageddon. <laughs> okay. Lamageddon was a wild ride. We are huge fans of so bad it's good movies here <laughs> okay and Lamagan starts out so fucking amazing the intro is animated and it uh, starts out on this llama planet where the sergeant llama is directing his troops and one of them llamas um, is in his little <laughs> spaceship which is literally a horse trailer with wings on it Mm-hmm. and gets knocked off course and lands on earth and starts healing people it's amazing and it seems like in the beginning I was like is this shot on a cell phone because yes. like the the camera work was so bad it was um there's a lot of stuff like I feel like they used a lot of craft grade acrylic paint for the blood and the, oh, <laughs> the yes. lamages you know like the way you describe things I cannot <laughs> <laughs> did do a lot of googling for this movie and the third google result was llamageddon budget question mark six dollars like three thousand dollars oh, i think i, I, I read an six. article and uh, i would have bet like really low 30 bucks yeah i think they paid for that animation 
Um, and then they paid the actors probably in booze. Um, I feel that party that was real yeah. booze, bet money. Um, okay, so like they do a lot of these weird close up on the face shots. And one of the worst ones where, it, I mean, it was like a brother and sister. Their grandparents got llama killed to death. And they're throwing a rager in their dead grandparents' house. And the brother, like, they imply that he's slow or something. But I think he's just socially awkward. And they mm-hmm. do this close-up on him. And he's like, what, mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's all the gross, like, sexual innuendo close-ups later. Um <laughs> There are some, the lines, like the lines in this movie, like, I just can't believe Pluto is not a planet anymore. That is what I talk about at a house party. But then there were some good Uranus lines after that. I will give them that. That was, that was a good one. Okay. But can we please talk about the scene where the sister and one of the guys were dancing to the saxophone music for a really long time? (laughs) Like an abnormally long amount of time. Uh, there's also the scene where they get electrocuted in the hot tub and that's not how <laughs> electricity works. Like there's breakers, shit. Like that's not an old house. Like stuff, stuff pops off. Like you don't, it's, it's not that long. They, they seem to take everything way longer. And I think that was part of the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, the best, <laughs> the best scene in my opinion was when they all go outside and mm. I think one of the people is getting killed, but they're literally getting fire hosed with fake blood. Mm-hmm. And then that guy is like barfing, but you can see the hose and it's like green, yeah. shooting green water out of it. Yep. And he's there and like twitching for such a long time. It's amazing. It was just a good time. There was like, it was a nothing plot. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, we have complaints about that in other movies. But that's because they're trying hard and they clearly have a budget. So for you to have Mm -hmm. nothing going on, that's a sin. Yeah. This was a very self-aware shit show. And Mm -hmm. it was amusing because of it. Because everything was a joke. The other thing is, to me, like, the actors, how, like, the hierarchy of, like, age didn't make any sense. Like, grandma Mm -hmm. and grandpa didn't look any older than mom and dad and you know it's like they just got everyone on their block to come out and uh act for them yes because it it seemed like they're supposed to be young like Mm -hmm. maybe high school and they're clearly they're at least my age at least literally literally and then okay so the cheesiest fucking shit the dad is weird they like show random scenes of the dad somewhere else like boning his girlfriend or whatever and then they try to call him to come save them and they he can't hear the call really it's cutting up and he hangs up and he looks at the girl and he's like my kids need me are she's you like sure? 12 and she's like you have kids yes and he looks like I'm little ron like like small great value ron perlman <laughs> he does that is a great description of him you're welcome (laughs) uh and the the last thing that i really like want to make sure we talk about is the transformation uh when the guy gets hit with the llamages and he starts turning into a llama that's the thing Allie. you gotta back that one up for me when you say the words llama jizz it's like green what you say no it's green it's no, cool. paint. It's a very obviously green paint that the llama is spraying onto him. And then he starts know. turning into a llama. Then he gets tentacle raped and does have llama eggs. That's the end. Yeah, and the eggs are like little fuzzy egg-shaped stuffed animals or something like that. It's the most absurd concept. It's bad. And then like the baseball bat in covered in aluminum foil. <laughs> It's a space bat. Space stick. That's what he calls it. Space stick. God damn it. Just just watch it. Just watch it. You're not going to regret it. It's glorious. I spent a lot of time looking up photos. (laughs) They're incredible. It's just a fun ride. And after watching the other movies, um, this was like necessary Hmm. to cut 
the bad shit. One of the best things about horror movies are the goofy ones. Like, it's just a good old wholesome ain't shit fun. Mm-hmm. There's Bye. a scene on a screen cap on Google here of two people sitting in a hot tub while a llama with red eyes stands behind them. Is that an actual scene from the film? Yes, everybody God who gets fucking damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the llama has laser eyes and he yeah. blows people up. He does. He that's how that girl got exploded in the car. The llama yeah, stood they... in front of her and shot laser beams into her car. <laughs> Did they not notice the llama sneaking up? No, they didn't. They were trashed. I understand why you rank this number one. This was was it for me as far as like, and this is going on like, so I do my Tumblr ranking too. It's like overall and I put all my drawings up. This is number one on my Tumblr ranking. This is the movie to beat going forward. Uh, it's gonna be tough because unlike our listeners i know what the rest of the movies are <laughs> oh no <laughs> okay any final thoughts anything at all about the movies that we have watched this week men ain't shit that's right yeah. men men are the worst <laughs> the Dick scariest crap. thing are men breaches of consent and capital yes. and alligators alligators societies dick crab hashtag dick crab dick crab <laughs> oh and also the the pressures of womanhood yes. that's that's an everyday horror if you will mm-hmm. all right so week two that's a wrap in the books <laughs> coming up is week three as i have previously stated if you want to find out what movies are going to be next you have to follow us or at least look at our twitter you don't have to follow us, but it'd be nice. So you can follow us on Twitter at GITM Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Witchex Pudding. You can follow me at Nocturnical. You can follow me at Izzy EXE. Okay, bye.